On this episode of the AIE Podcast, Star Trek Online gets into the holiday spirit. The State of the Eve Corp is coming soon. Emperor Palpatine joins us to chat about Star Wars The Old Republic. All that and more coming up right now. Bringing you the latest news from the AIE gaming community from planet Earth and beyond. This is the AIE Podcast. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. This is the AIE Podcast, episode 172, The Die Has Been Podcast. Broadcasting from beautiful Northern California, this is Gomez. Hey, hey, party people. And joining me from only a quarter of the state away is Aludra. Hey, AIE, I think you're awesome. And unfortunately, not coming at us uh, from the Deep South and Central Alabama, uh, we d- he did stop in. He is in the chat room. Accuzod is still at work, so he will not, unfortunately, be joining us. We do miss you, Zod. We're glad you could at least join us in the chat room and listen to a struggle along without you. Mm-hmm. So, Aludra, what has been going on with you in the past uh, week and a half? We had the Thanksgiving, everything else. Oh my gosh, yes. I've been gaming, like, all the things lately. It's been crazy! Okay. I've been I've been playing some World of Warcraft, because, you know, you gotta play the WoW. And then uh, Final Fantasy has eaten up, like, all of my time. Thank you, Final Fantasy, uh, Shiv-R, Pirate Sound, because, yeah, I, I really didn't want to play any other game. Though I'm trying. I'm trying to play Hex, and I'm trying to play Hearthstone, and I'm trying to play other things and it's just not happening so i just got back from my epic journey to aiken south carolina which yes i loved the pictures yes i i I rode a horse well rode a horse in that i was were you on top of the horse i was on top of the horse that was being led by another person so was it moving the horse was moving well and i didn't realize actually how fast like a horse walking because oh was you know walking along with us and he was you know struggling to keep up and i was like what's the big deal the horse is and then he got on the horse and then it was like oh that's not walking speed that's considerably faster than walking speed it's horse walking speed yeah horse power is a thing which which is why (laughs) you know yeah exactly which is why you can cover much more distance you know on a an animal than you can just walking yourself. But yes, had, had a good time there. I uh, got back uh, very late Monday, like 1130 or something. So it was the equivalent of like two thirty, three o'clock in the morning for me, which was, and then I just slept for many hours, which was very wonderful. Uh, went back to many work. Sleep. Yes. Went back to work today. Uh, well, work from home today, caught up on over 4,000 emails. So that was a joy. Uh, but um had to restart Tiny Death Star, which was mm, because I had to end up buying a new phone. My phone would get to 20% battery and then just turn off. So I think at some point it was just, oh, time. It's been, you know, almost three years. Just going to get a new phone. So a lot of new phones. Yeah. Tiny Tower, I swear you could change phones and it would be fine. But Tiny Death Star, not so much. So I'm up to I about know. 12 floors again. But ugh. Wow, I'm actually beating you in Tiny Death Star? Oh my god. Yeah, I was at 56, I think, when I stopped playing on the uh, the other phone. So I was I was doing pretty well. So made it to level 42 in Torchlight 2. So we're starting to see some of the cooler dungeons and like interesting bosses and such. And I also picked up a board game, Eldritch Horror. If people are um, familiar with Arkham Horror, 
It is mm-hmm. a different version of that game. It is by the same people, and it's just got different mechanics. It's generally the same sort of, you're trying to stop the unspeakable horrors from coming to Earth sort of thing. But it's a very fun cooperative game that we've kind of struggled through because there's a lot of rules, so we're figuring out how to play them, and it'll be more fun as things go on. Yeah, that sounds great, man. That sounds super fun. I'm jealous. Okay, so this week we are joined by special guest Pell, who's here to talk to us about AIE in Star Wars The Old Republic. So, Pell, what have you been doing outside of Star Wars The Old Republic? Uh, well, uh, I'd say probably for the last month or so, I haven't really played a whole lot of Star Wars, except for like the last weekend when we had double XP. Oh, yes. Um, been playing a little Final Fantasy XIV with the Expedition crew, trying to help with that. They're now domain status, so that's pretty cool. Um, been playing the crap out of Hearthstone. Um, love that game. Very, very addictive. Um, been playing my, uh, my Hobbit on Lord of the Rings Online, trying to get him up, because I guess there's going to be, uh, a concert coming up here soon, so I'd like to, uh, level him up a little bit for that. Oh, nice. So, yeah, just been... Pretty much playing all the things, but now that uh, Galactic Starfighter is here, I'm uh, pretty much that's my main focus for the uh, immediate time being. So did did that just come out, or is that coming out next week? I don't remember when the release date for that was. Well, it it's tricky. It just came out for the subscribers two days ago, so Tuesday. Oh, okay. And then for people that were prefer, preferred uh, players, it comes out uh, next month. And uh, then in February, uh, it comes out for uh, free-to-play people. Oh, nice! So okay. during so, the first week. That that's actually really cool that they're they're they are giving the the probably smaller population of paid subscribers, and so they're kind of able to do a little stress test before it actually gets to the general large populace. So that's that should be cool. They'll be able to patch and that sort of thing uh, before yeah. it affects too many people. They had the, uh, you know, the the super secret beta test, um, you know, that people were doing, like the public test server, um, didn't actually become active for most everybody else, uh, like until two weeks maybe before the game went live, so like oh, okay. two weeks ago. Uh, and yeah, it's it's pretty cool. I dig it. Okay, so we'll be digging into that shortly, but first, uh, we want to cover this week's news. That is not the right button. No. <laughs> A.I.E. News. <laughs> That's awesome. So there seems to be no shortage of things going on with these spreadships in space, and this week is absolutely no exception. For those who might be interested, there's going to be a State of the Eve Corp meeting on Friday, December 7th at 1030 EST, which is tomorrow. So FYI, uh, presumably mm-hmm. invent. I would guess they're just not going to sit in a room and talk because no one would be able to hear it. Uh, if yeah. you're curious, stop by. There's been a lot of changes. Uh, apparently, they have left the Test Alliance. So there's big things going on for AIEU. And if you're at all curious, you should you should really check it out. We are perhaps the last podcast to mention this due to the Thanksgiving holidays. But we wanted to wish Greg Ghostcrawler Street well on his new venture. And thank him for his years of work that helped make WoW the central shining jewel in the AIE crown. Thanks much. The game will not be the same without you. Yes, that very we 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 know that we are the last podcast to mention this, but we we still wanted to say hey, like AIE knows who you are. We appreciate all of your efforts. Mm-hmm. So Hearthstone is really starting to ramp up. The uh, the people that are participating in it, I'm seeing they're giving away 50, 60 keys at a time. Uh, so they wanted to, um, 
So to be honest, we're not sure of anyone that doesn't have a key that still wants one. That's I think it's just if you are at all interested, chances are you probably know someone that has an extra key. So Adam C. on the forums has collected a great list of podcasts and informational pages for those people looking for more information on the game uh, as it develops. Uh, we think a ton of people in AIE are and will be playing this game. So this is something that's absolutely on our radar. Yep, totally. And we know they like keeping everything, well, a secret, but the November Save the Game for Secret World has come out. Our Illuminati contact and sometimes podcast guest, Radozato, has all the details in the forums. Have we mentioned that you should go to the forums? Because you totally should be there. It's where all the cool people hang out. Yeah, it, we, we say it again and again, but if you are not going to the forums, you are probably missing out on 50% of the, the events in the game that you are playing. So it's really hard to organize things within a lot of the games because we're guild, our guilds are so large, we don't really do guild events on the calendar. So go to the forums. It's, it's, it's a really good place to be. So Star Trek Online is also getting into the holiday spirit. Q's Winter Wonderland looks to be starting up very soon, and there's some neat ships, winter tribbles, holiday foods, and all sorts of other things you'll be able to grab as a part of such. In space, no one can hear you trimming your tree. So with, I, I'm sorry, that was horrible. I wrote that. I, I should have just edited that out. But it's the way you delivered the line. It, that, 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 that's, that's me in a nutshell, kind of a train wreck. So, but with that, we will bring Dark Lord Palpatine out here. So Pel, uh, big expansion just dropped for all, well, I guess it's kind of an expansion. It's kind of a whole new game. Uh, what's been going on in SWOTOR? Uh, well, uh, like said the uh, Galactic Starfighter expansion uh, patch, whatever you want to call it, really. Um, it dropped on Tuesday. Um, basically, it is 12, uh, 12 versus 12 PvP space combat. Um, basically, four people can queue at a time and, um, you know, group up and with eight other people fight and try to take control of uh, a couple different... Um, bases. Uh, there's only two maps right now, so um, it's kind of limited as far as like um, what you're able to do with it, but it's pretty cool. I dig it. Um, I've been having a lot of fun the past couple nights doing it. Um, the first night, we got a few of us together and um, started just messing around trying to get the, uh, the controls down. Um, there's a tutorial that is involved with the game that you would open up um, and it can take you through it, but it's a little lacking. I find, I think that maybe if there was, um, I don't know, maybe some verbal stuff going on with it, like the, the regular class quests that might help out a little bit oh, more, okay. but that's just me. So in other words, it's just like the tutorials are really basic and straightforward and dry. So there's nothing to kind of, like other than it's a new game mechanic, there's nothing to really get you in story wise into the into the tutorial. Right. I mean, you have your opening quest, but um, you know, it's. <laughs> I hate to even say this, but it's like a watered down version of your tutorial for Eve. Oh wow! You know, okay. Oh. Click click this. You know, oh. Do this, you okay. Know, but it's 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 all right. You know, I. <laughs> I hate to even say that, but it's the the best kind of comparison I can draw. Okay. Um. But yeah, like I said, there's uh, only two two maps available right now. I'm sure as um, you know the the game progresses, we'll get more through content patches. Um, 
<clears throat> you also get three uh, ships to start off with. Um, you've got a scout, which is fast but light on weapons. Um, there's a gunner, which is slower, but um, basically he's a sniper from a distance. Um, and then you have your fighter, which is kind of like the middle of the range that can, you know, move and maneuver and has a little bit more firepower than the scout. I, I um, love just not to not to interrupt too much here, but I love no, that so many things return back to the NES hockey like here are the three characters you can get. You can get the big slow one that can shoot really hard. You can get the super fast one or you can get the one in the middle. It's oh, yeah, like the, the, the blades of steel motif. Exactly. exactly. Or uh, what was it? Uh, super dodgeball. Yes. Yes. So yeah. it's, I, I love that. It's like games have been using that for now three decades. Why stop now? That's it seems oh, yeah. like a perfectly reasonable thing. And I'm sure they will have other ships that you can get, you know, as you said, with fleet wrecks that you can get down the line. But for now, they started out. Here's the things that people can choose to to be so that's that's cool that they're still still going with that the, the tr a different sort of holy trinity i suppose right well and the thing is i think the other ships will fall into each of those categories but it's just a different look like a different skin and you know different control and whatnot um i haven't actually spent any of the uh the fleet or ship requis requisites that you can get yet so the game just came, or the the expansion came out two days ago, so I'm still kind of dinking with well, it. Well, yeah, I'm, you're not going to buy additional stuff when you haven't even explored all the stuff that they've given you. Yeah. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, you know, the level of customization is, is pretty extensive, um, you know, depending on your level. Uh, if you're a maxed out 55 tune, you'll have all of your companions that you can use as your crew in addition to the ones that you have already. Um, so you say if you have HK you know, the, the hunter droid and he's really awesome as a co-pilot because he adds like, you know, a certain percentage to your, you know, critical hits. You can swap those guys around. Each guy would be doing something different. Another guy might give you a 30% to evasion or, you know, oh, something nice. like oh, that nice. if you click on it. Mm -hmm. Um, so that's kind of cool. Um, you can also customize your ship with colors, um, designs, components, upgrades, the thing is, some of those you have to purchase through the cartel store. Um, some you can get with your sheep, and, or she, sheep your ship and fleet requisitions, um, because that's part of that part of the game's currency. Okay. Um, my impression is that, you know, when we played, um, for me, it took a few games to get the controls down. Uh, the main thing I'm hearing is a lot of people are saying to redo your key bindings, um, because they're either hitting this button and it's their vent to chat or, you know, hitting this button and it's blasting them right into, uh, you know, one of the asteroids that are out in the uh, space there. Um, that's me. <laughs> well, no, wait a second. So can you redo your keybinds for, hey, I'm going to go into this part of the game and then it will move to a different key map? Or because I would think that if you rebind something, when you go back to the other game and do a raid, that you're going to have to rebind everything or does it actually separate the two? I'm fairly certain it separates them. I haven't okay. rebound any of my keys yet. I'm trying to go with what they're giving me right now, but um, I'm, I'm fairly certain that whatever you said with the Galactic Starfighter stays with that. Okay. Um, the mouse is very sensitive, um, like your pitch and whatnot. It's super sensitive. So if there's a way to adjust that sensitivity, I've not found it yet. 
And you're a uh, subscriber, correct? So correct. It, it yeah. isn't something that you're lacking because you haven't bought that with cartel <laughs> coins yet. So. No, it's, oh, it's man, Terrible. Well, they they do other UI things in Star Wars, so that it could be something that they. I, I wouldn't think that that don't, would be a pretty fundamental thing. I would yeah, imagine. Yeah, don't give them ideas, man. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah, they're listening. They are yeah. so I'm pretty sure that we'll do like a night during the week for squadron-based play in the future. Um, it's very easy to get a game in, and there's very little queue time, at least for the past couple days. Um, the experience that you get for um, Galactic Starfighter, I've got a level 22 character that I'm using right now. Um, it's not that great. You definitely don't want to level a character this way unless you supplement the XP um, with your class quests or space battles. In okay. uh, space battles, I mean like the PVE space game that people sometimes forget about. <laughs> there was a lot of clamoring when uh, this Galactic Starfighter came out that they're like, oh, well, can you PVE it? And for me, I'm like, the PVE is already in the game. You know, you yeah. guys. Yeah. It was really a shooter on it. rails, but it, to me, it was, a, it was a fun shooter on rails. There's right. nothing yeah. wrong with that. It's just a different type of game than I think people were looking for. They wanted X-Wing. Right. And I've, I've not played X-Wing at all, so I'm not sure how that is, but this is awesome. This is dogfighting. I mean, you feel like you get into it. Um, you know, like I said, the, the control of the mouse is really sensitive, so if you sweep too far to your right or whatever, you're just going to go spin off to the side, and, you know, it's, it's very disorientating until you get used to it. Okay. Um, but, like I said, you know, you play like three or four games, I, I tend to think that you'll get the, uh, the hang of it. Okay, so it's a so there'll be a tutorial, but the best way to learn is just get in there and you know try a couple because it's not like it costs you anything if you die. I would assume. No, not really. Yeah, okay. I would say you know you could give the tutorial try. Um, I jumped in one game first, and I was like, okay, I really don't know what's going on, <laughs> and then I did the tutorial. This was during the uh, the public test server. Okay. Uh, so when I started Tuesday, I had a somewhat of an idea, but. Uh, I still needed a little bit of help. Um, as far as like kills, the past two days, I'm the king of assists. I've only got one solid kill under my belt. Okay. Um, Apple but assist means great. That's that's awesome. You know. <laughs> yeah, it's all right, but you know, I mean, it's not helping my body count. He he, he can't put stamps on the side of his fighter. That's that's the whole problem. Oh. <laughs> assists, you can't do that. You, you know, your teammates appreciate it, but yeah. Yeah, well, in in when you're playing with a bunch of people in vent, because we sup, uh, supplemented one of our ops nights for like a, a training camp, like a Galactic Star Starfighter boot camp. Oh, okay. And so you know everybody just got in and got to play, and uh, you know it, it was fun to play with people in vent and kind of coordinate it, and you know um, there there's a gunship that acts like a sniper ship that I was kind of parked on an asteroid, and I've got like you know Max and uh, you know, a couple other people, you know, driving people around and I can kind of zoom in and shoot them and uh, take them out that way. But well, again, and also, I've, only, also, I've got one kill. I, I, I would imagine that um, down the line, uh, AIE is going to have somewhat of an advantage because if you guys manage to get a raid team together, which is, you know, if you get 16 people or something together and then you're all on vent, a lot of other people you're fighting are not going to have that specific advantage. 
There's... Right. Well, the thing is, the the bad thing is, is we tried to like super queue, which we had three groups of four try to queue up at the same time to okay. see if we would get in the same match, and it didn't work. We tried it a couple times, and oh, so you hopefully... can't actually organize that much. No, no. Oh, okay. It, maybe not yet. Hopefully, they'll add it later. But um, right now, the best you can do is you know four. Okay. And cross your fingers, you know, if you've got two other groups of four that you can get in the same match. So. Okay. That's okay. the only bad part about it. Uh, well, the other other bad part is the cartel shop. Um, <laughs> you're going to have a lot of items that you're going to want to use to get to make your ship your ship. Um, so depending on your play style and your wallet, it may or may not be a good thing. Okay. That's that's fair. So I, I did. I had to um, because I had to get a new phone because mine was dying. I uh, had to remove my authenticator and stuff, so I happened to log into the SWOTOR site because I had to remove my authenticator from my... I guess it's an active account, but I'm not a subscriber. Um, and then I re-added it with a new phone. But it was just uh, hilarious to me that it was like, oh, that's right, I still have cartel coins. I need to like log in and see what I can do with those. So, uh, Yeah, I mean, if you're no, going to... There's a new thing. You're free to play, <laughs> you know, and unlock your... Your sensitivity, mouse sensitivity bar, and <laughs> yeah, oh man, now I'm, now I'm cursing that I said that because they're gonna be like, oh, we could totally do that. Like, exactly. oh, do you want to adjust how fast the key repeats? Here we go. Like, it's it costs you only two hundred, but yeah, that yay monetizing the UI. Ugh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but other than that, you know, I I really dig it. Um, I I'm pretty sure we're gonna do something with it once we can figure out the mechanics of the game, you know, make a event around it for sure. So great. The, the other big thing, um, is the 20th will mark the two year anniversary of star Wars, uh, for AIE and the game. Uh, we were in early access. I think that started maybe a week before the 20th. Yeah. It was somewhere around there. It was like the 10th. Cause I remember it was like, Oh yeah, I have a lot of vacation coming up. And so right. I was able to play like a ton when the game first in the pre-release stuff for people that pre-ordered. Yeah. So I think it was like the 10th or somewhere around there. Yeah. So I'm just, we're, we're going to call it the 20th since, yeah. you know, that's when it launched and whatnot. So, um, over the past year, we've seen, um, for the game, the release, release of the expansion of the, uh, rise of the Huck cartel in April, which brought the cap from 50 to 55, um, we saw the introduction of the new species, the Cathar, which are the cat race. Um, they brought in two new planets, uh, Macab and Oricon, uh, with expanded storylines and more dailies. There is a new recurring monthly event, the Bonnie, Bounty Hunter Contract Week, or Bounty Contract Week, that's what it is. And then the super secret space project turning into Galactic Starfighter and its release this week. So some pretty big events this year for a game that's, for the most part, free to free to play now. So I think that's saying a lot about the game. Oh, yeah. No, it's I mean, I I if I had time, this is definitely one because I'm a Star Wars nerd. I, I have always been a Star Wars nerd. This is one that I would I wish I had more time to poke my head back into because I have a character just sitting at 50. That I could, you know, get to 55, but it's um, maybe during Christmas break. Maybe, maybe I'll try to uh, poke my head back in there to uh, try to try to get some more experience in there. Well, uh, you know, I'm sure we've got some XP bonuses sitting around, and I'm pretty sure I heard rumors that a uh, um, double XP weekend would be coming around the holiday season again. 
Oh yeah, they tend to do that simply because they they're like, hey, come on in, it's Thanksgiving weekend. What else exactly. you got to do? <laughs> Family driving you crazy. Yeah, exactly. Oh man. Um, as far as like over the past year, AIE related events, we had the uh, yearly Remembrance Day tribute on Alderaan. I definitely want to thank Brewdog again for helping out with that and taking the reins. Um, that was very much appreciated. Uh, we had the Amazing Race Star Wars Edition. That was a project that was very close to my heart. Which was uh, amazing. I, I have heard yeah, many yeah. comments about that, the amount of work you guys put into that. Oh. Well, not only that, I hear I heard about how much fun everybody involved had with that. It, it sounded like it was amazing. Yeah. I really regret not taking part. You know, the the the... <laughs> The ultimate thing would be to have like an amazing race across all the AIE games, um, oh, <laughs> but that's oh. that's some serious serious planning. Yeah, but to be wow. fair, the only people that could play it would be Abavan, you, Max, and probably Aludra are the only people <laughs> that like span enough games that you could actually like go in and be able to do that. So that that, that might be a, a rather limiting audience, but I guess if you played two games, you might be able to accumulate enough First, points, but yeah, it's second <laughs> and third place right there. Yeah. I don't know. It, it definitely would be something cool that could be done, but uh, it would definitely have to, you'd be asking a lot of the participants for sure. Yes. That very, very uh, much so. <laughs> um, we also saw the launch of the SWOTOR Escape podcast with Max and Seema. Um, that's uh, something I think that the Star Wars community really needed. Um, some of the podcasts that are out there kind of like, you know, they've been doing it a while. They don't really have much enthusiasm. And with Max and Seema, I'm not just saying this, but when I listen to it, they, they're sound enthused. Uh, they're happy about the game, and you know it, it's good to actually hear that, to hear that enthusiasm. I, so. I feel so bad for that little droid that gets launched into space every episode. Oh, that droid's my favorite. Yeah. I love it. <laughs> um, we also saw the uh, the launch of our online presence with Facebook and um, Google Plus for recruitment, uh, which is as a reminder we have relaxed our requirements to join the Star Wars Guild. So. No app is currently needed to try us out. You're brought in with pretty much limited access to anything. You don't have bank access, no vent access. You're pretty much boxed in. Um, but if you decide the AIE is right for you, then you would submit an app into Umami and you would get all the regular rights and privileges associated. And so. to be fair, even, nice. yeah, even if you don't have an Umami account, from zero to having an Umami account and submitting an app, that's probably going to take you 15 minutes. I mean, it might, it, might take a, it might take a day or two for someone to get back to you and to get your character in, but the officers are, are watching as much as they humanly possible can to, to get people in. So it's, I'm glad that you guys have this, don't even need an Umami thing, but really go to Umami. It, it really mm -hmm. does not take any time at all for you to get in the guild. That's, there's yeah. no, we're not an elitist group where we want all, you know, all takers to come in and, uh, and join us. Well, and the reason why we did this was because, you know, it's, this isn't for existing AIE people. This is for people that don't even know anything about us. You know, right. uh, you know, you come in, you check us out and if you dig it and you can follow the policies, then, you know, we're, we'd Huzzah! love to have you. Exactly. Which is basically uh, don't be a jerk. Exactly. It, it really and, boils down to that. <laughs> you know, and, and to fill out that app isn't, you know, it takes like two seconds really. Yeah. And, since we started this, we've had like one bad issue. You know, it's been happening. We've had this been going on for maybe three months now, 
and we've had like one, yeah, one crazy issue that's been handled. So, uh, blip on the radar and it's gone. So cool. Um, let's see here. For uh, upcoming events, we we know that the uh, the Rat Ghoul Plague is going to be coming back. Um, that was one of the first and most popular in-game events. It was basically zombie infections in space. Ooh, uh, I like the zombie thing. Yeah, Shift yeah. to ship jumping. <laughs> um, Life Day is also coming back. Um, it's not quite the same as the Star Wars Holiday Special, but if you would like to know what Life Day is, you can always YouTube find that on YouTube. No, don't do it. Don't I, I do it, please. I have never seen you. that. I... I, I, I never... managed to get through an uh, hour of that, and I've sorely regretted it ever. <laughs> well, you only have like 12 minutes left after that hour, so you should just stuck with it. When, when, no, when B. Arthur, I've heard, is the best thing in the Star Wars Holiday Special, I am staying away. Like, I am already sort of angry at the prequels. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I, 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 you know what? I The, the Extended Universe stuff, I'm really curious to see what's going to happen with Episode Seven. Like, I'm going to just leave the, the Star Wars Holiday Special alone alone i i will you want to leave it alone it's just wow i, I do yeah well i i hear nerdtacular plans forming in my head now locking <laughs> oh, in a room no. with the holiday special <laughs> oh man there's gonna be a need to be a lot of booze actually not a lot of booze we'll be at altitude so that's that's not yeah gonna be that difficult. <laughs> um Another upcoming event, uh, we've got Battle Team Royale with Cheese. Um, they're knocking Ooh. out a few of the bosses that are required to get some of the rare speeder mounts in the game. So check the forums for that. Check the forums. Um, see, it's not just us, see? folks. Check the forums. No, no, it's not you. <laughs> um, another upcoming event, the Amazing Race Swotor Edition 2 Electric Boogaloo. <laughs> I'm not sure when yet, but just keep your eyes open. Yeah, and the, then, uh, sorry, just the, the sheer amount of planning, because I'm, I'm on the officer forums. I'm not an active officer, but I guess I'm sort of an AIE officer in general. And just the <laughs> sheer volume of planning that was involved in the first one. I'm really curious to see if you guys can top what you did last year. Like, <laughs> you know, I don't think it's about topping it. I think it's about refining it. Yeah, um, oh yeah. You know, I think we have a pretty good outline of what we were doing, um, but it's just about tweaking the little things, you know. So I'm th this next round will be very similar, um, but with a little less headache, hopefully. So for well, everybody. And also just doing it again to me is topping it to put in that level of effort and that mm -hmm. level of time into something again. You guys will have topped it no matter what 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 happens yeah. on the other end. Well, ideally, uh, you know, I was thinking this could be like a quarterly thing. I don't know if I'm going to go that crazy. But maybe, you know, a couple times a year. Oh, yeah. Um, would be kind of cool. A couple times a year sounds much more reasonable than quarterly. Yeah, quarterly you know, is like, what? Yeah, that's that's a lot. You know, if, if you saturate it, then people won't come, and then it's not worth the effort. So, yeah, exactly. you know, a couple yeah. times a year. And then uh, we're definitely going to do something related to – to Galactic Starfighter, but I'm not sure, you know, once we figure out the mechanics, we'll, we'll do that. Well, and also cool. you're, it, it's probably going to behoove you to wait till it's actually available to everyone because then you'll actually be able to have a decent turnout. Exactly. So and you they have may, time to plan. They may add, you know, more function, uh, functionality to, you know, letting us have 12 V 12, like actual 12. Oh or, yeah. Queuing up with if we only have eight, if all eight of us can, you know, queue together or six or five, you know, 
I think it's silly that we're limited to the four, and hopefully that'll change. Okay. okay. Um, and other notes, uh, I would say that uh, we have this month, uh, we've got Ask a SWOTOR Guildie. Um, it's Devad or Sten. Again, check the forums for the thread. He claims he's Canadian, but has no idea who the McKenzie brothers or the Trailer Park Boys are. So, so what? Uh, as someone, I don't really know who the Trailer Park Boys are, but I'm I have moved from northern Minnesota, which is basically Canada. Um, <laughs> if it like not knowing who the McKenzie brothers are is inexcusable. Like I right. don't believe that he's like <laughs> that's just not possible. <laughs> I know, right? Twelve Days of Christmas, even. Oh yeah! Oh my God! Yeah, that's Strange that's group. a classic. Um, so yeah, you know, check out the thread, give them a little ribbing. It's, it's all in good fun. So, um, usually we've got something going most nights of the week. Uh, Sunday nights we have ops with, uh, Lords of Light. Monday is sup. Um, I think that they're on the lookout for a healer. So if there's a 55 that wants to get into some, um, some operations, maybe you haven't tried it, uh, get a hold of Arv and, uh, I'm sure he'd love to have you. Um, Tuesday, SEMA does Flashpoint Hard Mode Nights. Um, Wednesday, we've got the 16-man Battle Team Royale with Cheese. Thursday and Saturdays, I believe, are open, though I'm not quite sure, so you'll have to check. And then Friday, we've got a, uh, a casual Flashpoint leveling team uh, with low tunes. So basically, a bunch of us are leveling uh, tunes starting at you know 10 or up, and uh, we're just going to level through Flashpoints for the most part. Which is very feasible to do. I yeah, I, I did that with a, a group of people. I think I got from ten to, to thirty five in really short order with flashpoints. So yeah, and and the thing is with the XP boost, um, you know that'll definitely help. Um, we didn't do it last weekend because it was the double XP weekend, and we didn't want people to you know outpace each other. So yeah. Um, Let's see here. Oh, also, I mentioned this earlier, but there is an AIE meetup for the Hobbit at the Alamo Draft House in Kalamazoo. Um, check the forums in the community section and or the meetup.com page under upcoming AIE meetups. Uh, again, check out the Facebook and Google Plus pages for the Star Wars um, AIE. And finally, personally, I'm looking for someone that has fraps or some kind of video recording um, you know, stuff an active Star Wars account and would like to assist or take the lead on helping me uh, create a few videos. So Ooh. Uh, hit Ooh. me up on the forums, on Twitter, you know, get a hold of me somehow. But yeah, I'm looking for somebody to, to get a couple things done because I've got some ideas. And uh, finally, I want to say special thanks to Max and Sima for creating and running the Star Wars Escape podcast. Uh, thoroughly have been enjoying it. Again, can't say it enough. I'm not just blowing their horns. Whatever is really, really good. I well, dig it. And and as an example, folks, I don't actually play the game currently. I still listen to the podcast every week. So I mean, I, I download it every week because it is entertaining to show. listen to. Yeah, yeah. It is yeah. just a good show. And then also an extra special thanks to Zethrin, also known as Cosmic Debris, uh, for always being on top of the Star Wars news and uh, bringing it to the forums. Uh, she usually will have stuff up there pretty quick as soon as it, something drops for the most part. Um, I really appreciate that. So definitely big thanks for that. Okay. 
Uh, so I think that's our show for this evening. We want to thank Dark Lord Palpatine for joining us here. That's Pellel. So um, there, uh, you can find him on Twitter at Pellel. Uh, the SWOTOR Facebook page is facebook.com slash AIESWOTOR. The G Plus page, you can check the show notes because I am not reading that. It is a yeah. large string of numbers, which I will probably mess up. Uh, and you can get the SWOTOR Escape podcast at newoverlords.com slash category slash listen, or it's on iTunes as well. So you can download it from there. Next week, we'll be chatting with the folks in EVE Online and... Uh, so, Aludra, if you want to take the uh, the segments. Yes, stay tuned. We've got a full ride of great AIE member segments coming right up, including Ask Miss Mulder, Megamit, Epic Diapers, Garrisons, which is a brand new segment, and Overly Dramatic News. And, and I'm guessing uh, because of Sick Child, there is no Aludra's pets this week? No, no, I've got to do it tonight, and I don't think I'm going to have time to get it before your amazingly strict deadline. <laughs> it's not amazingly strict. I just want it out the same day. So. Yes, no, it's, <laughs> it's great. I love that you get it out the same day, but there's just no way I can make it. That, I've got this long list. That is completely understandable. We will have we will have another uh, we will have another another segment of it next week. So yes, you uh, if you need to reach us, we can be found at our email is podcast at AIE-guild.org. Our Twitter is at AIE podcast. I am at show not found. Accuzod is at Accuzod and Aludra is at Aludra underscore AIE. We record live with video every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern, 6 p.m. Pacific. You can join the chat room and play along with us or watch one of our past shows on our website at theaiepodcast.com. Our theme was composed by the amazing Andrew Allen. Follow him at Keys with Soul on Twitter or visit his website, keyswithsoul.com. Congratulations on being a member of AIE, one of the largest and most fantastic gaming communities on the planet. Now, because AIE is so large, there is a very good chance that one of your fellow members may be living right next door. What if I told you there was a place where all of the information pertinent to you could be accessed in one easy-to-navigate website. A one-stop shop to organize meetups for BlizzCon, DragonCon, Nerdtacular, or even a small get-together at the local pub. Go to www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-est-gaming-community and register, put in your location, and you'll have access to all of the latest events that AIE has to offer. That's www.meetup.com slash alea-eocta-s-gaming-communities. AIE, where all the nice people on the internet are. And welcome to Ask Miss Mulgra, your source on matters of etiquette in Azeroth. Today's question is, whatever will we do without Ghostcrawler to watch over us? Alright, I will admit that I am confused. I have heard of the legend of Ghostcrawler the Spirit Beast Crab, though I have also heard some silly rumor that he is really a human. Now, if he is a human, you need not worry, because I would not trust a human to watch over anything. Except maybe that Jaina Proudmoore. 
She is one badass mage. But it is rumored that Ghost Crawler the Crab sometimes haunts the abandoned reef, phasing in and out of existence as he scuttles along, luring unsuspecting hunters and paladins to their doom and a good whack between the eyes with a nerf bat. I do not think you need to worry. If this ghost crawler really exists, my bet is that he will train someone else in the fine art of nerf batting before he stealths for good. I am the Smogra, and that is my advice. Oh my gosh. Follow at Miss Mulgra on Twitter or listen to previous episodes at MissMulgra.com. Props and best wishes to Greg Ghostcrawler Street in his future endeavors. Welcome back to another Mega Minute with Megacode, a mini-cast on all things Holy Paladin. This week I go over the Korkron Dark Shaman encounter from the Siege of Orgrimmar Raid. This is a twins-type fight where you can use 2-3 to three tanks and 2-6 to six healers. To make this fight easier, we 3-tank it. We start off the encounter down below where we work on DPSing their mounts Darkfang and Bloodclaw, who die fairly quickly. Once dead, our group split up with two of the tanks pulling Harem up to the right side walkway to the upper platform, while the third tank stays down below where he'll tank Cardrus. I usually follow the two tanks to the upper platform where we engage Harem. I beacon whichever tank is holding aggro. Eternal Flame both while spot healing the raid with Holy Radiance, Daybreak Holy Shocks, and Holy Prism. With three Holy Power up, I spot heal with an Eternal Flame or hit the raid using Light of Dawn. Initially, there's not much movement to the fight, but to move out of the raid whenever you get hit with Foul Stream, which puts a line of nature damage on the ground. As the fight progresses, Harem starts using more of his abilities. One to look out for is Ashen Wall. Ashen Wall is a wall of stationary elementals that he summons that if one gets into melee range with, cause a ton of physical damage. It's the tank's job to move Harem slowly down the pathway we came up, thus allowing us to avoid Ashen Wall. If for whatever reason someone gets trapped behind a wall, simply hand a protection to them so that they may pass through without taking any damage. Now if you're healing down below with Cardrus, the things to look out for are Toxic Tornadoes, Foul slimes and falling ash. With toxic tornadoes, just move away from them which isn't that difficult. Same thing applies to the foul slimes moving on the ground. Do your best to avoid them while the DPS take them out. Falling ash is indicated by a red circle on the ground. Simply move out of it to avoid the AoE fire damage it puts out. At 25% health, their damage increases by 25%, so it's a race to kill or be killed. You definitely want to have your hand spells, healing, and raid-wide cooldowns available here. Heal hard, stay focused, and you'll get your kill. So I hope this helps out. If you're on Twitter, come follow me at FFPMark with a C or check out my blog page at HealingSpec.com. Epic Diapers. It's six. Back to talk to you about cheap-ass, fast leveling. Blizzard has a pretty sexy sale going on right now, and if you've ever thought about getting alts up to 80 or 85 quickly and cheaply, or just thought about fooling around with dual boxing, now's the time to give it a try. The Battle Chest is only $4.99. This gives you every expansion through Cataclysm, and you get 30 days of free game time, which in itself is a $15 value. After laying down a measly 5 bucks, send your second account a recruit friend invitation through the in-game menu. I'd suggest dual boxing with the same class for simplicity, but that's up to you. Next, group up your new level 1s and start questing up to level 80 with your triple experience, and as an FYI, heirloom experience boosts stack as well. 
Dual boxing to 80 is easily accomplished in less than 20 hours of gameplay, and if you do that within your free month of game time, try as many pairs as possible before your 30 days expire. Then you can transfer your new level 80 over to your main account if you don't want to keep two accounts active, or you can let the account go dormant and wait for a transfer service sale as it is a steep 25 bucks normally. But before you do that, be sure you grant levels from your new account to your low-level tunes on your old account. Until then, have fun dual boxing alts. Of course, it is the holiday season, so you could always buy this for your significant other, so that now the both of you can fight over who gets to put the kids to bed on raid night. You can follow me on Twitter at Epic Diapers, or check out my blog at EpicDiapers.com. And remember, it's hard to balance the pew-pew with the poo-poo. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Mosh Pit. I'm your host, Nagozik, and we're going to make sure your garrisons rock. Now, the thing to remember about garrisons, they're not going to be out for several months, because Warlords and Draenor isn't going to be out for several months. We know this, so really, what exactly am I doing here? Well, eventually this will be a player segment, where we give sort of advice, tips, whatever for garrisons, but in the meantime, this is going to be a cheap excuse to give suggestions to Blizzard, as well as answer whatever que questions you may have. So today, I'm going to make this an... A suggestion segment, and I'm going to take something that I saw off of the Big Bear Butt Bloggers blog. Wow, that's hard to say. You can follow him at www.thebigbearbutt.com. His idea was to have class-specific buildings. Specifically, if you're a mage, you have a mage tower. If you're a priest, you have a place to pray. I like this idea, and I can see this even be taken a step further. I can see this where if, you, if you're building your garrison as, say, a monk, you have a monastery, and you build up your monastery... Whereas if you're a priest, you build up your church, for instance, stuff like that. It'd be a great way to make these unique to, to your character, as well as make each one different, so that if I'm visiting one person's versus another versus another, I'm not seeing the same sort of building shapes. I'm seeing a different thing in each one. I like this idea, personally. If you'd like to follow me on Twitter, you can do so at AngerFork. Thank you so much, and until next time, rock on! Greetings. This is Rastlin presenting another installment of our ongoing informational series, Other Much Lesser Known Shahs of Pandaria. Tonight, the Shah of Embarrassment. The main difficulty in fighting this Shah is that the battle is made nearly impossible because its special ability causes everyone to feel uncomfortable looking directly at it, or looking at anyone else for that matter. In addition, any small mistake the heroes make causes an intense desire to softly apologize to everyone, flee the fight, and hide away alone for a while. Despite this, the Shah is relatively easy to defeat, and drops as loot an ornate chest. Unfortunately, nobody yet has had the nerve to open it and claim their reward. We now return to your regularly scheduled raid run, already in progress. Azeroth stunned by resignation announcement. It's the overly dramatic news. I'm Hunts the Wind. Former war chief and current leader of the Earthen Ring Thrall surprised Horde and Alliance alike today when he announced that he was resigning his post to pursue what he termed an opportunity outside of Azeroth. Reaction from both sides was mixed. Garage Hellscream was quoted as saying, Good riddance, he was never going to be a part of my new Horde. Lady Jana Proudmore issued a statement lamenting, The Thrall I knew left long ago. Jeez, she's not bitter. King Varian Rin offered, While Thrall and I have had our differences, he always conducted 
conducted himself with honor. I wish him well in his future endeavors. And Chen Stormstout simply asked, Has anyone called dibs on Thrall's beer cellar? Speculation of what opportunity Thrall is pursuing has been rampant. One theory is that he has been offered the color commentator position on Twitch TV's upcoming Monday Night Hearthstone show. Others assert that Agra is insisting the family move to the planet Kerbal to enroll their son in its prestigious astronautics program. And some, noting an upswing in Thrall's use of his Ancestry.com account, suspect he's about to go on a genealogical research trip. Whatever his plans, ODN would like to take this opportunity to thank Thrall for his years of service and dedication to the whole of Azeroth. At the risk of infringing on Miss Mulgra's trademark phrase, Aka Magash, Thrall. Aka Magash. Broadcasting across all Azeroth, I'm Hunts the Wind. Check out the archives at OverlyDramaticNews.com or follow me on Twitter at Hunts the Wind. So until next time, AIE, this is Gomez. This is Aludra. And this has been the AIE Podcast. This podcast is part of the Frog Pants Studios Network. For more information about this and other shows, visit frogpants.com. Audio program so good, it's like you're there.